You're listening to the Tiny Course Empire podcast with Cindy Bidar. This is episode number 19, and today we are diving into the single most important skill every small business owner needs to have, and that is simply showing up with consistency. It's what sets the successful small business owner apart from those who continue to struggle, and I'm going to give you my best tips for how you can be more consistent in your business. Stick around. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Hey, welcome back to the Tiny Course Empire podcast. This is your host, Cindy Bidar. If you're new to the show, welcome. I'm happy to have you. And if you enjoy the show, I hope you'll click the follow or the subscribe button and come hang out with me every Thursday. If you've been listening for a while, can you believe we're already on episode number 19? Hard to believe, I know. Then welcome back. I am honored that you choose to spend your time with me week after week, and I so look forward to continuing the conversation with you. As always, you'll find show notes for this episode at tinycourseempire.com, and the resources mentioned will be in the show notes as well. In last week's episode, we talked about how to achieve every business goal you set. And one of the recommendations I have for that is to establish routines and habits that bring you closer to your goal. And those routines and habits require you to be consistent, for you to show up consistently to do them. In fact, that is the number one thing I think that sets successful small business people apart from the people who continue to struggle. The successful people show up consistently for their business. And I'm not talking about posting regularly, and we're going to get to more of that in a minute. But what I am talking about is just being attentive to your business on a regular basis. One of the newsletters that I get is from a man named Kevin Whalen. And I don't even know how I came across him, but I am subscribed to his daily newsletter. And I really, really enjoy the insights that he sends every day in his email. And one thing that he wrote just the other day really resonated with me. He said, the only way you will be great at what you do is if you stick with it long enough to be an expert, to practice, learn, and apply yourself. And that comes down to consistency too. You have to do the same things over and over and over again to become an expert at them. A lot of times we look at people who are doing what we want to be doing. We see them out there on social media talking about how wonderful their business is or how amazing their coaching clients are or how well their latest product has sold. And we think, that's what I want. That's what I want to do. But we don't see what has gone before. We don't see the months and the weeks and the years that they have been showing up consistently in their business. But that's what it takes. As Kevin Whalen says, the only way you will be great at what you do is if you stick with it long enough to be an expert. And I would add, and that you stick with it consistently. 
Now, there's another side to this as well. And also this week, I was listening to a new to me podcast called The Notion Nerds. And they were talking about consistency and they were getting a little rant on about this word. It's clear that these two do not like this word consistency. Now, they did admit that consistency is important in business, but they define it a little bit different. They call it a state of being in harmony, of working in an agreed upon pattern, an agreement that you have made with yourself. And I would agree with that. You do get to define what consistent means for you, but you have to be consistent and somewhat frequent as well. Here's what I mean by that. You can be consistent in your business. You can consistently post to your blog once a year. You can consistently email your list once a quarter, but it's going to be really hard to gain much traction if the frequency is not there. No amount of being consistent when you are also infrequent is going to bring you great success. So consistently posting to your blog means consistently doing it with frequency, once a week, twice a week, once every two weeks, whatever that is, but certainly more than once a year, right? But consistency doesn't just happen. I mean, you have to be intentional about it. So I want to talk to you today in this episode about how you can set yourself up for success in the consistency department. And I've got five tips for you today. Tip number one is to be super clear on what you can commit to. Be careful that you don't overcommit, right? Now, the notion nerds are kind of talking about that when they say that you have to be in a state of harmony with yourself, that you get to define what consistent means to you. And that's absolutely true. And like I said, you might see somebody who's out there doing amazing things and things that you want to do. And you're thinking, well, I need to be doing the same things that they're doing. I need to be as consistent as they are. I need to have a weekly podcast. I need to have a weekly blog. I need to be creating content every day. I need to be emailing my my list every day. But if you are overcommitting, then you're setting yourself up for failure. And I don't want to see you do that. You know, for example, you might want to write a book and you think it has to be done in a month, right? So you want to write 2,000 words every single day. And that's a really great goal. But if you've never written 2,000 words in a day, it's really hard to maintain. It's really hard to be consistent with that kind of a schedule when you've never done it before. In fact, you would be far better off to write 200 words a day and maintain your consistency than it is to commit to writing 2,000 words a day that you can't sustain and fail to follow through with that. Because that's really not going to get you anywhere where those 200 words a day will get you somewhere eventually, just maybe a little bit slower than you anticipated. So that's tip number one. Get really clear on what you can commit to and be cautious that you don't overcommit yourself out of over-enthusiasm, I guess. Tip number two is to know what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy doing. For several months now, I have struggled with social media marketing. Now, you guys who know me know that I don't market my business on social media. I never really have. But I keep thinking that I should be on social media. I keep thinking that I should be doing that. And I've bought the schedulers and I've 
written out the schedules and I've created the content and I just don't enjoy it. I don't like being on social media and I need to give up that idea that I have to be doing this because I'm not ever going to be consistent at it because I don't like doing it. So that's not something that I should be doing. It's not something I should be putting my effort into. Years ago, I had a client who wanted to be consistent with writing his email and his blog posts, and he hated to write, and he was never going to be consistent with it because he didn't enjoy doing it. So no matter how much you think it would be helpful to you, if it's not something you're going to do, there's really no point in committing to being consistent with it. So choose something that you are going to enjoy doing and commit your consistency energy to doing that instead of just something that you think you should be doing or something that someone else tells you that you should be doing or something that you see someone else doing and you want to follow along. So that's tip number two. Do what you enjoy doing. Set your consistency goals around that. Tip number three is to know your personal energy levels and your personal work habits. Use that internal clock and those internal work habits to your maximum benefit. And what I mean by that is consider, for example, if you're a morning person or a night owl. If you are a morning person and you try to force yourself to work at night after the kids go to bed, you're not going to get anywhere very quickly because you're going against your own nature. You're going against your own energy levels. Instead, what you might do if you are pressed for time, maybe you've got a day job or the kids are homeschooled or whatever's happening in your life and you need to squeeze in a couple of extra hours to work on your business. If you are, in fact, a morning person, put them in in the morning, get up an hour early. That's clearly going to be a better fit for a morning person than trying to stay up until midnight working on your business when all you really want to do at that point is go to sleep. And what about working with focused blocks of time? There are some people who really need, like me, I really need two or three focused blocks of time to get things done. I don't do well in small chunks of time, but there are other people who do. There are other people who can literally get work done on their phone while they're standing in the grocery store line waiting to check out, right? They're writing emails on their phone or they're sending notes to their VA or whatever that is. They can focus in those tiny little snippets of time. I can't do that. I don't have that ability. And it's not something I've ever really tried to create in myself. I know that for me, I need to have those blocks of uninterrupted time when I can really dig in and get some what Cal Newport would call deep work done, right? You can also ask yourself, do you need total quiet or can you work anywhere? I used to lie to myself all the time and I would say, oh, I'm traveling somewhere, I'm going to be on a plane for two hours and I'm going to get work done while I'm on the plane. And there is no way I'm going to ever get work done on a plane. That's just not me. I can't work that way. I need to be in my office where it's quiet, where I've got my workflow and I've got my keyboard and I'm not crammed into a seat next to a stranger. I need my focused work time. Maybe you don't, but be honest with yourself about this. Know your personal energy levels, know your personal workflows and your personal preferences and work with them instead of trying to work against them. So that's tip number three. Tip number four is to stop trying to reinvent the wheel. 
put repeatable systems in place to help you along the way. And this extends to everything. So right now, as I'm recording this, I am also recording a brand new course that's going to release in the next week. And I have all of that templatized. I have slide templates and I have workbook templates and I have audio templates and video templates that I use and I can just plug the content into that and it makes it so much quicker to get everything done. It makes it really fast to fall into that consistent pattern because I have those systems in place already. And you can do the same for everything. You can do that for your products. That's my dog playing with his toy. (laughs) Sorry about that. So this consistency, the systems and repeatable systems that you can put in place really fit in everywhere. You can use this with your content, with the formatting. I use it with the intros and outros of this show. You can use it with your graphics. You can create repeatable projects if you are creating For example, products in your business, if you create new printables or new done-for-you content or new courses, you can use these repeatable projects in that way as well. And that's just going to make it that much easier for you to show up and do what needs to be done in your business when you don't have to figure out how to do it again every single time you sit down at your desk. So that's tip number four, stop reinventing the wheel. And finally, tip number five is to treat your business like you would treat your day job, not like a hobby. And I got to tell you, I see this all the time in people where they let life get in the way of their business. And I understand that. I really do. I know that for so many people, we started a business so that we could have more life in our life, so that we weren't out for nine or 10 or 12 hours a day in someone else's space, doing the work for someone else, dedicating most of our lives to someone else's business. That's why we started a business of our own, but you still have to treat your business with the same respect that you would give to your day job. And believe me, I do understand that sometimes life really does get in the way, right? The dog gets sick, the washing machine floods your laundry room, or the dishwasher breaks down and you have to call a repairman to come in and get it fixed. Life happens, but ask yourself, If I had a job, would I be taking time off of my job to deal with this emergency right now, or could it wait until I got home? And if it could wait until you get home, imagine you have a day job. If that emergency or that call from your mother or the request from your friend, if that could wait until you get home from your day job, then it can wait until you are done with your business for the day as well. So one thing I recommend is that you create routines around your business. Decide when you're going to work and for how long, and then show up and do it. Don't let your family and your friends and that latest episode of the Wheel of Time series distract you from your business. You wouldn't let any of that distract you from going to the office if you had a day job. So why do we let it distract us from working on our business? So that's it. Five steps for showing up consistently in your business. Step one is to make reasonable commitments. Don't overdo it, especially if you're just starting out. 
Step two is to do the things that you enjoy doing. Don't ever start a business just for the money or because someone else was successful with that business model. Do what you enjoy doing. Step three is to understand your personal energy levels and your work habits. Be honest with yourself about how much time you can and will spend on your business and when it's going to happen. Step four is to create repeatable systems to help you save time and brain power. This is really going to free up so much of your brain power. You are just going to be amazed at how much more consistent you can be when you put those repeatable systems in place. And finally, step five is to simply treat your business with the respect it deserves. If you enjoyed this episode, I really would love it if you would leave me a rating and review at Apple Podcasts because that helps others to find the show. If you have a friend who can use practical business tips and strategies, feel free to send them a link as well. Thank you again for sharing a part of your day with me, and I will talk to you again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses you'll find inside my Six Figure Systems membership. That's my monthly membership where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches or have the big headaches and the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.